Welcome to Life in Balance. I'm Ken Miles, pastor of Kitchener-Waterloo Christian Fellowship. We all know that life can be hectic, and sometimes its demands can pull us off balance. The good news is that God has given practical insights in His Word for keeping life on an even keel, despite the pressures we may face. This program is designed to help us understand and apply God's wisdom in our everyday lives. Well, over the last number of days, we have been talking about the church. And we have seen that the church is not the building. It's not meeting on a particular day. It is not the church service. It is not the things we do in the service. But we have seen that the church is people. Those who the Bible say have been born again. They have been baptized into the body of Christ by one spirit. And as a result, they have a relationship with God, and they also have a relationship with each other. Now, all these people that have this relationship with God meet together, and usually they meet the first day of the week, although it's not necessary that that be the particular day. They meet together to worship God, to pray, to study His Word, and to grow and be more what God wants them to be. This past week, I received an email from someone And here's what the email says. A churchgoer wrote a letter to the editor of a newspaper and complained that it made no sense to go to church every Sunday. I've gone for 30 years now, he wrote, and in that time I have heard something like 3,000 sermons. But for the life of me, I can't remember a single one of them. So I think I'm wasting my time, and the pastors are wasting theirs by giving sermons at all. Signed, Missing the message. The email goes on to say, This started a real controversy in the letters to the editor column, much to the delight of the editor. It went on for weeks until someone wrote this clincher. I've been married for 30 years now. In that time, my wife has cooked some 32,000 meals for me. But for the life of me, I cannot recall the entire menu for a single one of these meals. But I do know this, they all nourished me and gave me the strength I needed to do my work. If my wife had not given me these meals, I would be physically dead today. Likewise, if I had not gone to church for nourishment, I would be spiritually dead today. And it finishes by saying, Thank God for our physical and spiritual nourishment. You know, really, this is what the church is all about. It is a place where we are spiritually fed. It's where the members of the body get together and they connect with God and with each other. And just like the natural body would take food into the stomach and the stomach begins to digest the food and then through the bloodstream the nourishment is carried to every member of the body, I sort of feel that's what happens on a Sunday morning. We come together and the Lord gives us a good meal. And then the body begins to digest that meal. And they digest it by talking and praying and thinking about it. And they help each other to walk out that which was shared with them. This whole matter of going to church, and we addressed this a few weeks back, where someone might say, well, do I have to go to church to be a good Christian? And we answered that by saying, do you have to go to a grocery store in order to get food? You see, Hunger comes out of life. Physical hunger 
comes out of the fact that we have a physical life. The only difference between the dirt of our flesh and the dirt that's in the garden is that our flesh has life. And you take the life away from it, and then this natural body will go back to just being garden dirt. But this body has life. And because it has life, it requires nourishment. And we eat, and we eat three times a day, and sometimes even more when we reach for a snack. Why do we do that? Because we have a hunger. When you think about this for a moment, you know, we spend a lot of money on food. I don't know what percentage it might be of our income, maybe 10, 15% of our income we spend on food. We have a room in our houses called the kitchen where we just prepare the food. We have another room, the dining room, where we eat the food. We have cupboards where we keep plates and glasses and we have utensils so that we have things to enable us to eat off of the plates. We have a stove where we cook the food. We have refrigerators where we keep the food. There is a major investment of our life and time and energy in food. But we do not begrudge the fact because we are hungry. And when we eat, it satisfies us and it sustains our physical life. Now, folks, the analogy is just the same for our spiritual life. When you have spiritual life, you have spiritual hunger. And you desire to eat spiritually. You desire to receive from the Word of God His words that would tell us how to live. We desire to pray and communicate. We desire to share with other people of like faith. There is something that's fulfilling. There is something that feeds our spiritual life as a result of coming together. But if someone does not have spiritual life or a spiritual hunger, why would they want to go to church? And this is where so many people get it wrong. You know, they try to encourage people that are non-Christian, well, you should go to church. Well, why would they want to go to a church? Can you imagine someone that was, now this may be a little difficult, but can you imagine someone that has a physical body but did not have any life? They didn't have any natural hunger. And you told them, you know, you need to spend all this money on food and you need to have a couple rooms in your house for preparation of the food and you need to take time every day to sit down and eat. You know, say, why, why would I do that? And say, well, you should. Well, why should I? You know, if you could picture a mannequin in your mind, someone that has an image of being alive, but really they're not like a mannequin in the store where they would stand and model clothes, but you know they're not really alive. Sometimes from a distance, it's hard to tell the difference between a live person and a mannequin. Have you ever backed into a mannequin and turned around and before you thought, say, excuse me, because you thought it was real. But when you got up close, you saw that it wasn't. Now, I'm using these illustrations, trying to get a handle on this aspect of why we go to church. What's the difference between going to church and just being religious? And I would define the term religious as being outwardly observant of things and yet inwardly having no life and as a result they have no hunger a religious person to me is like a mannequin he or she tries to conform their life outwardly to be attractive and that would look like they have life but really inwardly they have no life you know jesus said the same thing to the pharisees he said you know you're like whited sepulchers he said you whitewash the outside, but inside you're full of dead man's bones. And so it is in a spiritual sense. We can outwardly go to church. We could outwardly try to conform to biblical teachings, but not have the life of Christ. 
But when you do have the life of Christ, you want to be together with other people. It's not a question of, I have to go to church. It's when is the next opportunity to go to church? As I started to say, if someone does not have physical life, it would be a hard sell to get them to spend the money and the effort and three times a day to sit down and eat. But once they have life, you can't keep them away from the table or the refrigerator. And the same thing with spiritual life. Once you come alive to God and there is a spiritual relationship with him, then we can't wait to get together. We can't wait to get to church because it feeds our spiritual life. So going back to our fellow in the email who said he'd been to church for 30 years and he'd heard 3,000 sermons, but he couldn't remember any of them. He had digested them. They had become part of his being, part of the fiber of his spiritual life. No, we can't remember them. Listen, I, I give these messages, and sometimes I can't remember from week to week what I shared last week. Sometimes I'll put on a message tape that I had preached from a few years ago, and I can hardly remember any of those things that I shared in the message. And you know, sometimes I feed myself and I'll listen and I'll say, that was a good point. And it will encourage me and strengthen me. And I'm listening to myself speak. You know, it's so important to be in a place where you can have spiritual food. And that's what going to church is all about. And that is what should determine the church that you attend. You need to go to a church where you are spiritually fed. Now, there's a couple things we can say about this, though. There's so often people will say, well, I'm not getting fed in that place. A lot of times the spiritual food may be put out there, but because an attitude in your own mind or a block in yourself, you will not receive from that individual. There's been some kind of offense either towards the pastor or someone in the church. And so everyone else is there and they're enjoying and they are benefiting from what's happening and you're sitting there and you're just turning over the event where you either felt you were hurt or something happened that should not have happened. So a lot of times it's not that there's no spiritual food, but sometimes we're like a petulant child who's sitting at the table with the family and everybody else is eating the food and that child is sitting there in the high chair and you've seen it if you have had children and they're pouting and they got a big frown on their face and they will nod and you say, here, have this, this is good for you. They'll turn their head and they'll push it away and you realize, you know, they're only hurting themselves. This is good food for them. So we need to be careful when we make the statement, well, I'm not being spiritually fed, that, that we have a right attitude and that we are not suffering because of a bad attitude that we're holding. But saying all that, there are still occasions where you may be part of a church where you are not being spiritually. Perhaps in that church, they're not even talking about spiritual life. It's more religious. You're just going through forms. You're going through outward things. But no one is speaking about the core issues of your heart and your spirit. Well, then you need to go to a place where you are spiritually fed. You see, in that way, churches could be spoken of as restaurants. You know, there's different kinds of decor in restaurants. Some are high class. Some are fast food. Some are middle of the road. And so it is with churches. You can get some quite elaborate churches. You can get some sort of middle of the road churches. You can get some very simple churches. But the main thing is, are you being spiritually fed? Ask the Lord to put you 
in a place where you can be fed spiritually. Well, our time is gone for today. I'm Ken Miles. We'll be back tomorrow. We'll see you then. Life in Balance is a ministry of KW Christian Fellowship. We are located at 1000 Bleams Road in Kitchener. We would love to have you join us this Sunday for one of our services. The times are 9.30 and 11.30. Just go to our website at kwcf.org to register and to check out all our other activities. We have events for children, youth, and people of all ages. Our mission is to connect people with God and each other so we may fulfill our purpose in life. Till next time, may God keep your life in balance.